Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Judd with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Reckless speculation. You want reckless speculation? You know this ain't gonna happen. How about reckless trade speculation? Gentlemen, what if I told you, what if I told you, sounds like a 30 for 30 episode here, that uh, available right now via trade and the team that would be trading him is willing to pick up some of the money mm-hmm. is a former Cy Young Award winner, mm-hmm. a five-time All-Star, mm-hmm. a World Series winner, mm-hmm. a former 20-game winner, mm-hmm. a guy who has a career 3.31 earned run average and averages a strikeout per inning. And sounds is, pretty good. And is available to be had at age 33, so definitely not at his peak anymore. David Price. I'm listening. David Price is available for trade. The Red Sox are trying to shed salary. I'd inquire. I would look into it. 32 million, 32 million, 32 million are his next three years left in this contract. It's funny because like this, but, is, the, this is the type of contract that you'd be signing Madison Bumgarner to, maybe a little bit less money. But and then you'd be worried about these same years that the Red Sox are? The Red Sox reportedly would be willing to pay down some of that contract to about $20 yep. million for whoever trades for him. So you'd be getting him for $20 million a year. Right. And obviously the more you throw in in terms of prospects, the more money. That's what you have to figure out. Would you rather eat the money? I'd rather just eat most of the money and keep the prospects. I don't think you'd have to give up a Royce Lewis or an Alex Kirloff for this because I think they just want to get out from under. It's been very tumultuous with David Price over the years. He hasn't handled it well. No, and he's probably like he was in Tampa for a long time. He's probably better suited for more of a middle sized market, right? Where they're just they're he was not digging on your personal life. Kansas City, Tampa, Detroit. Is that right before Boston? Uh, David Price. Yeah. He was, was it Oakland for a minute too? Pull this up. I thought it was quick. Kansas City for a minute. It was uh, Toronto. Okay. Oh, Toronto, that's right. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit for like a year and then Toronto for half oh, a year. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. He was incredible with Toronto for a little while. Yes, he was. And then they lost in the postseason. I'm interested in this. After you've exhausted Madison Baumgartner, right. Hyunjin Ryu, right. probably even after you exhaust Dallas Keuchel. Like, I'd rather just spend money on Dallas Keuchel, who's younger, not give up prospects. You're going to pay way less for Dallas Keuchel. So only after you've exhausted these other options would I go for David Price, but I would be interested. This strikes me at his age and workload and where things have landed for him in the last few years as going to a garage sale and it's the Saturday and the sale started on Thursday – and you are now like, well, I mean, we'll just take that. That's good enough. I am. Um, 
I not really. No, I I don't want to pay. I, I'm going to have to pay him too much, and I don't think I'm going to get n- nearly enough. There's so many things that I would probably inquire about or do first. This just feels like going to the well. It used to be good, Ben, and I don't like that, Ben. It wasn't that long ago, not in the role that you're signing him for. But I don't know if you guys remember in 2018. They brought David Price out of the bullpen for the World Series, and dude was just mowing down Dodgers left and right. Like, he was flat-out dominant out of the bullpen for the Red Sox in that World Series run. I don't know if you can get that consistently out of him as a starter. Probably not. Yeah. But that tells me that there is there is dominant stuff still left in David Price. You just have to figure out how to get it out of him somewhat consistently. Yeah, if you got the 2018 version of David Price, where he had a three-and-a-half ERA, bunch of strikeouts... Uh, he made 30 starts, so he was fairly durable that season. There was definitely some ups and downs, and I think the downs were toward the end of the year, which is why he wound up pitching out of the bullpen. Is that correct? Did he he was he was sort of demoted from the starting rotation, I think, in the, in the in post-season? That postseason. Yeah, yes. Didn't he have so, some injury issues at that point as well that yeah. they felt the workload he couldn't take it, and he's pitched a lot too. Yep. So interesting. Also, Josh Donaldson is still linked to the Twins here. Our uh, Lavelli Neal here from the Star Tribune. Uh, he says the Twins have continued to show interest in Josh Donaldson's services. With Anthony Rendon now wearing Angels red, Minnesota will face some stiff competition for the best third baseman remaining on the market as the Rangers and Nationals are also among the clubs who are reportedly set to redirect their efforts towards signing Donaldson. Although I saw a report last night that the Rangers are balking at the number of years that Josh Donaldson wants contractually. Uh, he's like 32 are or Are the Rangers that close to? Not really. It doesn't feel like they are. But Josh Donaldson might also just like be a take the most money and worry about hitting his own bombs too. But uh, let's go to the phone lines here, Rami. 651-646-8255. It's our buddy Ali who called it to score North Live today and said it was a mission from God to meet Matthew Collar. Ali, what's up, buddy? What's going on, you guys? Pleasure to be on the show. I've had so much fun listening to you guys talking about me. This is great, but uh, I'm, I'm disappointed that Matthew won't meet me. I'm not a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tie him up or nothing like that. I just wanted to talk like shows to say I, you know, I appreciated the show. I wasn't going to hurt him. You know, every okay, all right. What's ever gonna hurt him? Every uh, every Dateline NBC episode starts with the perpetrator saying to the victim, "I wasn't gonna no. kill you or tie this you call, up or hurt this you." This call is perfect because it can play at the start of the show. <laughs> and, then, and then the host got a funny call. Ali, I believe so he you. Just man. wanted to talk about football oh, with if, Matthew. If I was if I was in LA, I'd get together for a beer, man. I believe that you're not a murderer and you wouldn't tie me up or try to hurt me i'm i believe you i think you're i think i believe you're a fine upstanding young man thank you rami i appreciate that and uh, for matthew caller I, I know i know how he likes dr pepper i had two cases of dr pepper i was going to give to him oh well now so, wait is it diet yeah, it's going to be Pe- diet, it's gotta dr. Be diet pepper. dr pepper yeah. diet dr pepper you guys are right diet dr pepper you should <laughs> you should tweet him tweet him say i have two cases of diet dr pepper if you'll meet me in a dark alley well, you know, Alex Boone said, you know, you should never meet your heroes. So maybe it's best. Maybe it's best. <laughs> you know, Ali, that's the smartest thing you said all day long. There's no question you'd be disappointed. He'd take your two cases of Dr. Pepper and he'd leave. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate it. I'll be at the game. Skull Vikings. Let's win. Right on, man. Thank all you, right. Ali. Thanks for calling, and dude. stay active on Twitter, dude. It's a fun place. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> You're right, though. Collar would take his Diet Dr. Pepper and peace out. He'd be like, like well, thanks, buddy. Yes. Thanks, Ali. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>
So uh, you like football? Cool, man. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the Dr. Pepper, Ali. Okay. We once did, we, uh, we, we did a segment a few years ago with our old producer, Dave Harrigan. And I can't remember how this popped up. It was like when one of our segments. And, and we found out, I knew that Judd and Dave were not the most like social animals go out, but they admitted on the show that they've actively avoided people that they know inside grocery stores. Like, if you see someone you know, oh, I've done that. Oh, really? not, just, yes. not just grocery stores. Yes. <laughs> Targets, department stores. I've definitely done that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. You duck behind somewhere? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's actually bring this uh, conversation to our buddy Jason Fitz, who on, uh, is it January 20th? Tell the audience, on is January 20th your new show on ESPN Radio, correct? Yeah, January 20th is the launch of First Take Your Take with Jason Fitz. That's me. Uh, and what we're going to do is just a little bit of a different concept, and I'm really excited for it. We're going to take some of the biggest moments from First Take throughout the day. We're going to take, take those moments. We're going to play a little bit of what Stephen A. Mac, uh, Stephen a. and Max yelled about, and we're going to move that conversation forward. So we'll play some of those highlights, but then I'll react to it. I'll get some callers' thoughts. We'll get the debate going with them. We'll get experts chiming in on it. Plus, at the same time, we'll break down the biggest news from around the world of sports like we always do. So it's a little bit of a hybrid of what people have seen before with Stephen A. and what he already does with the Stephen A. Smith show, carrying the first take uh, conversation forward. But on top of that, we get my spin, and uh, we're going to do it with a lot of pace and a lot of energy. So I think it's going to be really fun. It's really exciting. It'll be 1 to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, simulcast on ESPN News. So uh, really excited to be part of something like First Take that means so much to Stephen A. and frankly means so much to ESPN. And they let me take the, the reins. Heck, they even put my name on it. So what do you know? It's a it's an exciting time. Beautiful. It's well deserved. We love having you on, and we know you're going to crush it. Thanks, but we have an important Thanks. question for you. When you're in a grocery store and you see someone that you know, do you engage or do you avoid them? Uh, you do the upward nod and then you keep walking. Okay. Cause I'm not at the grocery store to like sit down and chit chat with you. And we both know that like I'm probably like I'm, I'm there to grab exactly like I'm a patterned grocery store shopper. So like the most intimidating thing when I moved to Connecticut from Nashville was trying to figure out what grocery, cause I'm used to Kroger. Like so Nashville has Kroger. I know where everything is. I move up to Connecticut. I'm like, where's the Kroger? Everybody says, what's a Kroger? So now I got to figure out how to deal with the new grocery store system. And I'm like, where do I get my 10 for 10 sour creams? I don't know. So, you know, once I, like, it took me a long time. I had to learn the grocery store. Once I know the grocery store, I'm up and down the aisles with pattern, with habit. I'm buying the same things every week. Like, I don't need, like, I don't need distraction. So we'll do the upward nod, and then I'm going to keep going because I need the Cholula and the Frank's Red Hot, and I don't want to accidentally grab the Tabasco. Fitzy, you sound like my type of dude. When I make my shopping list, I make it in the order that I walk through the grocery store. And if I have my girlfriend with me, and if we're on top of our game, we have like a ladder system What? where one of us is always working ahead of the other one to get the next thing on the list just to get in and out quicker than, than, than we could possibly get in and out. That it's- is... Can I tell you the level of respect and love that I feel right now? Like, I'm getting a little choked up talking about it. And I'm, I'm really envious. I don't know how you do that. Cause like, I go, when I come home to Nashville, my wife will be like, let's go to the store together. And then she'll be like, oh, let's go down this aisle. And I, my, my, constant, my constant response is, for what? And she's like, oh, I don't know. We'll just see what's here. And it's like, we've been to this grocery store for the last 10 years. I know it's down this aisle. We don't need any of these things. Let's keep going. So I don't know how you managed it. The hitch, the hitch that we run into almost every time, I have to make sure I keep her out of the international foods aisle. She will get lost in that international foods aisle, and then it's just me in the list, man. I have no help. I have no help whatsoever. Oh, and the first of the year when everybody's changing their eating habits for like that 
three weeks where they're going to pretend they're healthy, and now they're reading every single label as they go. Oh, <laughs> now Lord. you're slowing me down. You're taking about like at least have a little common courtesy when you read the label, grab it, and move yourself so uncomfortably close to the aisle that you're not my way. That's all I'm asking. I shop alone, and here's why. Because <laughs> my wife, God bless her, comparison shops. And honestly, Fitzy, she'll look at, like, ketchups and be like, oh, get this ketchup. And I'm like, just throw one in. The key to me, a good shopping trip, is a list, a basket, and, and a free hand that you can literally swipe the goods in into your basket and never even pick them up. Because... And anyone that comparison shops, it kills is me. It like price comparison shopping yeah. or ingredient comparison? Uh, it might shop. be both. Don't care. Don't have time for it. I shop <laughs> alone. I shop alone. And here's the other key. And this is in, in near where I live, the grocery store. This was my biggest disappointment. It switched from a rainbow to a cub about four years back. Fits the. Music in the Rainbow was 1970s, like classic rock. Oh, yeah. It was great. I could I could shop and sing. A little Bob Seger while you're going for the uh, the four bottles of ketchup. Exactly. Yeah, great. And I could shop See, and I'm sing the whole that. time. I'm, I'm in for that. There's a grocery store in Connecticut that I like a lot that does like 50 doo-wops. So the whole time I'm like, you know what? I'm in a better mood. Like I, I can't, you can't listen to the platters and suddenly be mad <laughs> while you're getting platters of food. I mean, that just doesn't it doesn't happen. So I'm 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 all into that. Now I'll throw another wrench. And, you know, we're not going to talk about any sport to this point, but I'll throw another wrench at you. <laughs> How about this? In Connecticut, they now charge you for the bags that you want to I've bag your this. groceries at the end. So it's ten cents a bag. So me being a particularly frugal person, now I get up to the front and they're like, how many bags do you want? And I'm looking over and I'm like, three. It doesn't matter how many groceries I have, I want three. I will spend 30 cents on bags. And of course, like everybody else, I went and I got reusable bags. I'm like, this is great. I'll keep those. And they just sit in my house every time I go to the grocery you store. Forget them forget every them every time. Every, yep. Everything is. So now I'm mad when I'm at the grocery store because I forgot the bags. I don't have them and I'm going to have to spend 30 cents. Boy. We, this needs to be a podcast. This has been a breakdown of shopping yeah, like is, no uh, uh, no other sports. Hey, grocery talk shopping radio. is important. It's okay. giving you this type of breakdown. I would say, uh, you know, my uh, my issue is like when we go to Target or something. You know, you do a Target run and done right. <laughs> yeah. And I only need like three things. I need like toothpaste and uh, I don't know. It's like some Pepto Bismol when I eat spicy foods, right? And like the fiance and that weird green juice you drink. Exactly. What is that? I order that online. What is that? Athletic Greens? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll explain it to you that sometime. Disgusting. It's great. It looks worse, guys, Jason. But what happens is like looks bad. I finish my we'll break you know, we'll we'll split up I'll I'll get my stuff and then and I might you know I might finish five or ten minutes early and then I'll just follow her around and she every time she says why are you following me <laughs> like I because I'm done I don't I don't, I don't yeah. know but, so I'll just go I, pretend I, to look I, at I have shirts left to do. Yeah, I've, I've I've finished my obligations here and let's just be honest like Target. Especially when you get married, like Target becomes almost as scary as Home Depot. Not because you're scared of, of the store, but you're scared of what it's going to do to your bank account when you walk into the store. Like, there should just be a whole, like, when I walk into Target, slap me in the face and take $100 from me. Like, that's where we start today. Because then anything, anything after that is like, all right, I've already been disrespected. I know where this thing's going to go. Like, that's all. And with Home Depot, it's like, slap me in the face, take 250 Like, that's just where it starts. <laughs> Uh, that's Jason Fitz, everybody. That's our weekly football discussion. And, uh, it's been a good, well, well, Home Depot, you spend that much there? 
I, well, it's, here's the thing. Like, oh. I'm like that person that goes to the mechanic that doesn't know anything. Yeah. So I only go to Home Depot when everything's falling apart. And then it's like, hey, by the way, I just need these 84 items, but I've been scared <laughs> to come in here for the last two years. So if you could give me these 84 things. And then immediately, they're like, I mean, they'll come in. They're like, I still can't decide whether it's called a drill or a screwdriver. That's how little I know about any of these things. And I'm like, I just, this is the one thing in my life. And I am very, I am very frugal and not fancy at all. But like, if I could do any one thing, it would be hire somebody to go shop at Home Depot for me so I can avoid the embarrassment of admitting that I don't know which drill bit goes to which thingy bomber. And I have no idea. Amazing. Amazing. So this article from 538.com, we talked about this with our guy Sage Rosenfels on yesterday's show. Kirk Cousins is putting together an under-the-radar elite season, and they go through seven different categories and where he ranks. He's fourth in completion percentage. He's fifth in touchdown rate. He's third in interception rate. He's third in in yards per attempt, second in passer rating, fifth in uh, another metric that I can't pronounce. How? What, what's the word you would dis- use to describe Kirk Cousins' season this year? Uh, probably under under respected, uh, because here's what we love to do with Kirk. Uh, again, we talked about this before. When you, all we want to do is talk about three years, eighty four million bucks. So anytime he has a bad game, boy, that is just the end of the world. You know, if he has a bad game, suddenly it's just how? Why did they ever pay him? He's hot garbage. And the fact is. He had a few of those early in the year that had everybody scratching their heads, so it's hard to give him benefit of the doubt. But then he's turned around and he's played incredibly efficiently. Maybe that's the right word to use, efficient. Like, Kirk Cousins is, at this point is efficient. Now, does that mean you trust him in big game moments? No, because he still has the, the resume that he has. But there's also a little bit of a, you know, in a, in a yap world, we want to put a yap butt after every good team. I don't really know that there's that many butts left for Kirk Cousins as a performer right now. It's just that we only like to talk about the negative with him because the perception is he got paid at the wrong time. Same thing with Jimmy G because people didn't think he had earned the money he got. Now we just want to, like, we're going to feed this narrative that Jimmy G still hasn't done anything to earn his contract. And it's like, well, yeah, he did. He just went out and, and beat Drew Brees in a shootout. So when does he get respect? That's, there's a, a different level of that, but that's where Kirk Cousins is right now. Chargers, Vikings, who, who do you got on Sunday, Jason? Vikings, huge. And, and, and I mean, like, Vikings big. I, I, look, I, I thought the Vikings would win big last week. I thought that obviously didn't happen. But, you know, I, when you look at this Chargers team, they are falling apart at the seams. Uh, I, I think Chargers, the Chargers are trying to figure out not only what they've got in the future at quarterbacks. We keep talking about that. But you've also got a head coach there that might be coaching for his job. So I don't love anything about the Chargers. I don't love anything about them. Now, they're able to run the ball a little bit, but the Vikings just top to bottom are more talented all the way across the board. They're going to kill them. I think you're right that they are more talented across the board and the better football team. What I, I've been looking ahead to this game on the schedule for a few weeks now, Jason, saying that it has the makings. I won't use trap game. I'll use the uh, term that my co-host Judd Zolgad uh, created earlier today on this very station. He said this has the recipe for Vikings loss stew. And what I mean by that is, no, they're not a good football team. They're not as good a football team as the Vikings. But what they do well, which is rush the passer, exploits what the Vikings don't do well. And what is their Achilles heel? And that's getting pressure on Kirk Cousins. He is a completely different quarterback when he has pressure on him, more so than most quarterbacks around the NFL. That doesn't scare you at all? No. Uh, you know, because ultimately, A, I don't think the Chargers can put up points on the Vikings. So that's, that's part one of it. And, and the other part of it is that when you look at the Chargers over the last several weeks, they, at best, they look sort of, 
manic. There are, they'll have a drive where they're actually able, capable, capable of playing defense and offense, and then they just disappear for the rest of the quarter. So there's no consistency in what they do. So, you know, I, this game isn't going to come down to Kirk Cousins' hands. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to have to do much to win the football game. Yep. They're not going to be able to put a point. I mean, if, if the Chargers score more than, more than 17, I'd be stunned. So all you have to do is get three touchdowns on him, and that's, that's doable. That's our friend Jason Fitz. You can find him on Twitter, just at Jason Fitz. And you can find his new show on ESPN Radio, noon to 2 central time on January 20th. First take, your take. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see if your Vikings blowout prediction comes to fruition this Sunday, man. Enjoy your weekend. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much. That's, uh, that's Happy guy, shopping, Jason. Jason. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You come for the football talk and stay for the seven-minute discussion about grocery store I, strategy. I love the fact that you team this up with a gal, though, that's really great. I think that's fantastic. It's really great. Because the gal and I, not on the same not page. Not on the same page, huh? But how long does it take you to scout out the grocery store? Because you got to go to the same grocery store to implement the, the tactic. It, right? it really it, they're they're all pretty what, similarly they're all pretty similarly laid out. Robert, yeah. no, we just want to scout it out. You have produce <laughs> on one end, you have frozen foods on the other. You got meats up against a back wall. This is almost every single grocery store. You just have to figure out the aisles in between all that. And I I, I got a pretty good memory for it. And if you're eating healthy, you're not even using the middle aisles, right? Right. Well, yeah. Are there debates sometimes <laughs> about? Well, I don't know if, if if you're not on the same page exactly. You do something she doesn't like, vice versa. No, there. I mean, there are just some times where we're not on our A game, and we'll just shop as traditional couples shop. One of us pushing the car, the other walking alongside of it, wasting time. Gentlemen, I think we might have an early write that down prediction here on line one. Really, Dave in South Carolina, is this a uh, write that down pregame prediction here? It is, but you guys kind of got me into uh, all this other discussion, so I want to try to throw a couple things in there. First of all, Phil, I'm, I'm glad to talk with you. Um, you know, I love talking to Judd on the vent line, and those guys, but you're usually a little bit more positive, even though I like Judd's objectivity, number one. Number two, I'm sure you're probably going and getting those uh, medicines after you've seen the Vikings game for the uh, – the acid reflux or whatever you're talking about, that's the problem. Yeah, I started, well. yeah, I started taking Zantac after the 98 <laughs> NFC Championship game. I was 12. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And as far as Collar, you know, meeting the guy or whatever, um, I got a little bit joked here. I was in the uh, game in 2009 in Charlotte, and uh, um, Judd and uh, Scoggins were in the hotel with the team. I never saw Judd. I probably would have bought him a beer. But I saw Scoggins, he and I said, hey, beer. I said, hey, Chip, how you doing? And uh, if, if Chip would have been Matthew Collar, uh, he would have. It was a blow off. It was funny. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> wow, it was hilarious. And I know Chip's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm just kidding. I know he's from Tennessee and all that. So anyway, but the point I'm trying to make, I just want to get you guys to laugh a little bit. I like the fact that I told Judd earlier, you Collar, you just had right. Um, one of the guys that knows football. Uh, I sense this game is going to be a blowout. Uh, we're going to put 40 points up on the board. Um, we might give up a couple scores uh, late. Um, but y'all were talking earlier about Madison being out. And, you know, don't forget, uh, Boone has been in the system an additional year. Uh, I know it's DeFilippo for a while, but, you know, it was Stefanski at the end of the year. And I think that um, he's going to play well. And I think the thing that's going to separate us down the stretch, I think, is we have more depth at every position. And I think that you'll see it on special teams with Booney being brought off of that a little bit more. You know, it's Chris Boyd or somebody will step in there. So my point is, 
the depth that we have is going to show these next few weeks. I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs, but I definitely agree with what you said, uh, Phil, and I've told uh, Judd this. I'll make it quick. We got to get a you know home playoff game, right? And if we can get to the division title in a three C, uh, there's always a possibility. New Orleans is at the Colts this weekend, and they're also at uh, Tennessee following weekend on the road, which are a different team on the road. So don't discount that two seed as well, because my whole feeling is we play one game on the, at home, we may go on the road possibly, but we still have a chance of that third game being at home with, with Seattle or the Forty Nine ers being a five seed. So I don't think that what I'm saying is too crazy. I really think I'm trying to be objective here, and I think that. This is going to be the game where you think, oh, same old Vikings. And I think this might be the game that says, okay, this is a different Vikings. Right on. Dave, team moving forward. Thank you for, uh, thank you for calling the show. We appreciate it. I love when he calls Matt Line, too. He's one of the, we have a lot of outstay callers. Oh, a big part of the coffee club. Yeah. Right on. Calls it almost every day. Nice. The, uh, Ventline Coffee Club. He, John from Manhattan. No, but a list of five or six. I'm going to take the first part of his, prediction there is verbally binding because it's within we we opened up the write that down window there and he said the vikings are going to hang 40 or more points on the chargers that's on the record that's a prediction that he just made write it down you like writing things down on behalf of the listeners Mm -hmm. all right when we come back three weeks left in the write that down batting average race here batting averages are tight a lot of moving and shaking we'll do the accountability session and we will make mostly incorrect predictions on the other side here Mackie and jeb with rami score north score north app Luther Brookdale Toyota is uh, one of our favorite sponsors here at Score North and on the show. And Toyotathon is the biggest sales event of the year. This is it. If you're looking, you know these commercials where, you know, like, I don't know, someone will wake up and they'll go outside on Christmas and there's like a bow on a car? Yeah. Has that ever happened to you, first of yeah, all? Absolutely not. Never happened to no. me either. But you can make that happen. If you've got the ability to make that happen financially, you get some great deals here. It'll help you financially, too, to get 0% financing for 60 months on a 2019 Highlander or uh, closeout prices on 2019 Tacomas and Forerunners. The bow, probably not that expensive. You can put a bow on top of one of those uh, 2020 RAV4s that have arrived on the lot, too. Get $1,000 bonus cash when financing. I hope those Toyota. giant bows come pre-tied, though. That'd be a pain in the ass exactly. to tie those, I hope man. that's not somebody trying to tie a, a giant bow to put on top of a car. I mean... I, I don't even know how you would you, would you, have, would you have to tie, tie it. Would you have to tie it on the top of the car? Would you tie it and then stick it up there? I don't even know. You Can can't you, wait. You can't tie a tie. I can't tie a tie. No, I need a YouTube video every time I have to wear a tie, which isn't often. Looks like Jonathan could probably help you with that. Yeah, Jonathan's he's a today. dapper young man. We'll dive Thank into you. that. We'll dive into that before the show's over. Jonathan's been wearing a suit for like twelve hours. So weird. The so, Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Oh, LutherBrookdaleToyota.com, By the way, is where you can find all these Toyota Thon specials. We'll make predictions and hold each other accountable next.